Emily, Monica, Caruso. <laughs> All right. Well, again, uh, hmm. first I want to explain the genesis of zenbitslap.com, the name, because I keep getting uh, uh, messages to maybe it's time for me, for us to change the name because Zen bitch slap could be taken as in a misogynist way, which that never even crossed our minds when we set it up. But Zen bitch slap uh, came from sharing at uh, AA meetings, at a, a workshop I used to lead in recovery. And you would attempt to try to talk about the suddenness of sort of an aha or a recognition that's like before recognizing. And so I, I thought a nice way of putting it was like a Zen bitch slap, yeah? Because a bitch slap usually comes from nowhere. You're not expecting it, and then Zen bitch slap. And then uh, it also came from a famous Zen koan called What's the Sound of One Hand Clapping? So we just changed it to What's the Sound of One Hand Slapping? Yeah, so that's the genesis of zenbitchslap.com. We could change it to old Zen bastard, which we're thinking of. Yeah. Old Zen bastard. Yeah. <laughs> that could work. But uh, so that's it. And what happened was this. I went to satsangs. I heard the message of non-duality as best as I could understand it. I read a couple of books. I actually went to India to see that guy named Ramesh Balsakar and also to go where Ramana Maharshi had lived. Uh, all the while, I had no idea that there was a mental activity that wasn't even going on. I was so past the point of seeing that. I didn't know it, it had ever gone on. I wasn't even close to catching the verb of it. And then suddenly, while I was entertaining these ideas, something broke through or whatever you want to call it. Maybe it's a critical mass or an aha. And then I saw uh, something I had read. I had seen it already, but then I, I read something that seemed to describe it in Ramana's teachings. Now, a lot of people, if you went to uh, Tiruvannamalai, there was a bookstore and you could get a lot of different people takes on Ramana's teachings, Deva would write down what he said. And they, it was very succinct and very clear. And I started to notice this statement said in a lot of various ways. And it usually was prefaced with the problem or the greatest mystery. So it's, it had some kind of emphasis. And the, one of the things we've used a lot is the idea of this uh, the presupposing of a non-existent thing truly being existent, really. And then that non-existent thing, based on the conditions and the ills and what ails it, and it's the malaise and dissatisfaction and the suffering caused by desire and all that kind of stuff, wants to get salvation for itself. So it wants to become free as the non-existent thing. And if that's the case, so obviously, 
it would be more if there's an inherent freedom from a non-existent thing. There's not a freedom for a non-existent thing because it doesn't exist. Yeah. So it's it can have it can have a quality when it doesn't have any quality. It doesn't doesn't exist. And so then the next sentence was if this is the case, so to speak, paraphrasing, it says, your spiritual practices themselves will be reinforcing the non-existent thing as being you, really, I'm throwing that in there, how can they destroy it? So that was one of the big, big shoes that I was presented after I heard the message, not before, but after. Because what happens after you hear the message is quite important because after you hear the message, someone else has heard, something else has heard the message, which is the mental state. The mental state has heard the message, and the mental state has claimed to be the hearer of the message. And then suddenly it becomes predominant, and now you've heard the message as what you're not. Now, I wasn't seeing that. Yeah, I just thought I heard this incredible novel message. I entertained it. I felt like, what an incredible revolutionary idea. And of course there was some relief, but then it was pointed out to me that something arises before that something even knows it. It's so weird. And uh, I had, didn't have a clue. And before I it was introduced to non-duality, I felt like I was a pretty, you know, run of the mills spiritual seeker but I gave it my best shot and I was earnest and sincere and none of those practices ever brought me to that recognition. There was this, there was a sense of being the hearer of the message that was contrived or manufactured. I just assumed I was the one who heard the message and I was the one who was going to get the message and I was going to be the one that I was looking for, but I was sorely mistaken. And so suddenly after I heard satsangs, not before, I started to realize the importance isn't hearing the message, it's what's hearing the message, or who's hearing the message. I don't know what's happening. Yep. Yep. So, and as soon as that dawned on me, I never left, I feel, since, you know, with the seat assignment of sharing, I've never left that point because it seems pointless unless you see this point, yeah? Because you can hear the most incredible, clear message, but if there's, if that claiming of being the hero of, hero of it by the mental state is gonna neuter it, the whole message. It's gonna neuter it because it gets, the message doesn't hit the target. It gets diverted to the mental state, and as soon as the mental state claims it, it neuters it so that it can fit the message into its system instead of seeing the failedness of the system from the message. It absorbs the message and fits it into the system. Yeah, and then the message is there's no threat to the system by the holding of the message. It just and then it turns into like we used that we started with the sheep and the lion. It turns into every time the lion, aka the sheep, hears the message, it's a, it's a lion. It gets diverted to the sheep programming, 
And then from the sheep's point of view, the only possibility when it hears the message about a lion is I can become like a lion as a sheep. And that's not the message. The message is you are what you're looking for. It doesn't mean, say you got to look a whole lot more to become what you are, what you're looking for. No, it says what's looking is what you're looking for right now, right at this very second, without any resume, without any anything. It's just the fact that what's looking is what you're looking for. Now, you would believe, or I did, I was under the... Uh, I was under the illusion that I just couldn't understand why the message I'm a lion wasn't getting to the lion if the, if you're a lion. It just blew my mind how it could just get. And I would think if I sat closer to the person or I really listened, I would get it before something grabs it. But no, the claiming is so interesting because when it claims that it's you, it claims it's been historically you. Yeah. It's a trip. The now, the moment of now when it's claiming is, is totally erased and it's, it's, it's replaced by a past idea, yeah? And then the past verifies that it's what it is now. It has no verification, but because, because there's a presupposing, the supposing or the assuming would be easily seen but the assuming and the supposing has a pre-quality to it, which means it supposes before it was supposed, yeah? <laughs> so you don't see the present tense supposing, what you see, the pre you see as the past tense supposed, yeah? It's incredible. It's incredible. And then you really see, because, you know, here... You know, but if you're not two levels below a coconut, you observe there's something called time. And time seems like when I'm having a bad day, it goes on forever. When I'm having a great day, it goes quicker. So I feel like I have some role in it. Yeah, it doesn't seem like time's an outside reality imposing itself on me. Somehow, my condition seems to have a lot of effect on time, on what we call time. Yeah. <laughs> But I hadn't seen, I hadn't seen its little microscopic working. Yeah, I would see errors and eons and all this, but the microscopic aspect of time is so fast, but it makes it makes a huge difference. So the now arises, and then the, in the now there's a presupposing of a then and a there. It get, and that then and there just gets replaces the now. And now the now is I'm, ha I'm in the now, see? But the past idea is now claiming the now. And I never saw the robbery until I did. But when I saw the robbery, all those little ways Ramana said it just went off like, uh, you know, Mike Oldfield and the tubular bells, you know, found just like, and it never went off, really, from that point on. It's just been reverberating ever since. <laughs> so when I say I'm seeing it now, that's a past tense idea. Yeah? There's just seeing it now. There's no I seeing anything. Paul isn't seeing anything. <laughs> So there's seeing now, I'd go for that,
but I'm seeing now isn't true. Yeah. I'm is a past tense that now has overridden the present nowness, yeah. And claims to have the now. <laughs> I'm in the now. <laughs> if you don't see it, you're gonna be at its at the effect. You're gonna start at a false reference. And everything is going to be based, all information going out will be interpreted from there, and all information coming in will be interpreted from there. Yeah? I mean, it's incredible. Of course, there'll be breakthroughs a lot during the day because timelessness will over override time, but the time will patch over all the, all the timeless moments. Yeah? It'll just patch it over. It'll forget a miracle in about 20 minutes but it will remember a resentment for 40 years. Yeah, it's got a, there's a strong bias that, and you're not gonna win it over, really. I mean, it's pointless. It's pointless, you know, to try to meet your own seeming shadow. The only reason why there's a shadow is the identification as the object that's casting. You're never gonna meet the two, yeah? I mean, it's just, I wanna get rid of this shadow, well. <laughs> <laughs> the shadow ain't doing anything. It's the shadow isn't caused by itself. It's projected from this idea of being the object. <laughs> I want to be an object left alone. I don't want a shadow. Well, <laughs> it's like the river. If there's river, let's say there's a river going on. You can see it on little streams or uh, little creeks. There's the creek, everything's moving, and maybe there's leaves and twigs, and they're all going. And then all you do is put a rock in the water, and then the currents change. And then the current now that the, the leaves and the twigs are appearing on, let's say like living, they get brought into the current around the rock. And sometimes they get stuck on the rock, and then they get stagnant. And then, every, then there's this big little mess right around the rock. Now the rock looking out as if it's the real long lasting independent thing only sees outside says, what are all these freaking leaves fucking accumulating around me? Why am I running into all these twigs? There are obstacles in my idea of getting ahead. And it starts bitching about everything it's actually attracting. So if you wanted relief, just pull out the rock. And in this case, there isn't even a rock. You don't even have to pull anything out, yeah? That's the whole, that's the whole, the, the incredible efficiency of this message is there's no need even for a solution. That's how beautiful it is. It's so beautiful, there's no need for a solution. Because there is a need for a solution when the problem is dominating. You, you can't freaking act as if that isn't so. It doesn't work well. If there's a real identification as the action figure, that's, you're going to have lots of problems. <laughs> but if you entertain this idea as a solution, it tells you there was no problem, really. So was, is, was there actually a need for a solution? Very, very super temporary, just to see that there was no problem. <laughs> Because if the, the absence of the problem is the solution, and therefore the absence of an imaginary problem 
is always available at all times. So there, there's no need for a solution. It's just the case. So, you know, I just, we just shared this and that's it. I can't move from this point because I felt, see, you may have a great understanding yet not see that which is claiming to have the great understanding. Yeah. A lot of great understandings have no understanding of that. Yeah. I swear. There's great understandings, but a lot of them don't have an understanding of that, that there's a claiming of that great understanding. Yeah. I'm not saying it's guaranteed. I'm saying it's mechanical. Yeah. It's going to attempt because whatever it has, it's not, Oh, this is the jewel of all jewels. I'm going to claim it. It claims, you know, anything, everything and anything you come in contact with, it claims to imply you. It doesn't, it's not like, Oh, this is the jewel of all jewels of claiming it's mechanical. That's what the state does. Yeah. It just, Oh, Consciousness brings us into contact. The contact is claimed to imply the one. Yeah. Consciousness would be a pretty obvious event here, an experience here, to lead us right to where we never left, but it's now claimed the consciousness. So now when consciousness is exhibiting itself, we don't see it as us because we see it as implying the seer, the thinker, the feeler, the taster, the touch, or the smeller. So it's neutered that. It's neutered the ever-present example of what we are through the conscious contact. It's neutered that. It's claimed that. Yeah. So you can be totally unconscious of being conscious, really. Yeah. Or of being consciousness. You can. How can that possibly be? Well, it can't be, but it can seem to be. Yeah. The only thing that's going to fool reality is reality itself. So reality takes something to be so that isn't, and then from there on, a lot of other shit that isn't is taken to be so. Yeah. So instead of having to go through all the different tributaries that, that leave, that make impossible things possible when this, this claiming has occurred, we just want to see the conception of it. Yeah. Yeah. We want to see what you're not. We want to see that we want to see there's no seeing of any seer. Yeah. We want to see that there's no hearing of any hearer. There's just hearing, seeing, feeling, tasting, touching, thinking, doing, not doing all this stuff. Yeah. It just goes on and on and on and on. There's no starting point or end point. Maybe this appearance of Paul is, has a starting point and end point, but all the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching hasn't, yeah? It's just going on and on and on and on. So. So yeah, all right. I think that's enough out of me. There's a hand up already. I think it's Donna's hand. All right, Mike, let her loose. Lion, lioness cage number three. <laughs> All right, put her back in. <laughs> that was it, we're done. <laughs> what? Uh, I just wanted 
I uh, wanted to ask about, um, all right, self can't get out of self, and then you can't be free from a non-existent thing. Um, but then you talk about bondage of self and a mental addiction and your attention going to this selfing and the claiming and all that. So um, I guess my question would be, could you talk about that bondage or the mental addiction or the attention? Is that more of the issue or is the selfing and the claiming more of, of what's pulling us in? But remember, I know the language, but there's no one that's getting pulled in and there's no one that could be pulled out, let's say, first of all. So these are different ways of saying it. Self can't get out of self, I believe, is an observational recognition because most of us have ample evidence We've been do not we, but there's been a, an act of doing that, just that, for a long time. That self has been trying to get out of self. Yeah. So to me, that's an observational recognition of of the futility of trying to get out of what you're not as what you're not. Yeah. Yeah. And trying to get into what you what you are by what you're not. It's the same thing. The bondage of self comes out of recovery. And it's one of the prayers that we state in, uh, I think it's, I don't know what, maybe it's step nine or step three, I think, which is please relieve us of the bondage of self. Yeah. Yeah. So, see, it doesn't even say please relieve us of self. Yeah. It could have, but it isn't, there isn't a self. So the, so the, what we need to be relieved of is the bondage of self, which is an activity. Yes. Yeah. So the bondage of self is an unseen, let's say, or we're being, we're in a state of ignorance around what that means. The bondage of self. For me, the bondage of self represents an intense uh, attention and interest and faith in the thought system, really and in the perceptual interpretations, yes, and in the memories, all like that, yeah. So to me, the self can't get out of self, and then the please relieve us of the bondage of self. And it's really like a relief, because it's a, it's, it's a huge add-on that's, yeah, can be relieved from. You can have relief from that. You're not gonna have relief as it, yeah, but it's from, like it says, please relieve us of the from the bondage of self yeah in other words uh, here and that's there yeah the bondage of self is like this this gets forgotten that is taken to be us yeah so the bondage of self leads to the insane experience of self trying to get out of self constantly and so you realize Jesus Christ, after you blamed yourself for years or blamed this or blamed your family of origin or whatever it is for your situation, you, there's a conclusion that's reached that, Jesus, I can't get out of something I'm not in. <laughs> that's why nothing ever worked. It wasn't because I wasn't applying the right thing or I wasn't doing enough or I wasn't practicing enough. It's just impossible. <laughs> This is the relief. You know what relief is like? That's what it's like. When all these 
let's say, adopted heaviness that we carry as, that we carry, that we live life with and as, uh, we're relieved of. It's like a big lifting. It's sort of like if I was, uh, when I was born, if someone put a hand on my shoulder, yeah? And that hand never moved the rest of my life. So I, I would feel the effects of that hand. I would, one arm would be longer than the other. I'd have to get like tailored shirts because I have a longer thing. And I'd probably have tons of stories why this thing is drooping more than the other. You know, my mother dropped me or something. And I could believe fervently, but they're not so, they're not true. But what would happen one day maybe, what would happen if the hand was lifted? As soon as the hand was lifted, I would know it. I would know what it was by its absence, yes? I would realize, Jesus, that's why I've got to get all my shirts tailored. That's why this and that, yeah? So by its lifting, I know what it is or what it wasn't, yeah? This is the dilemma. There's no lifting when self is trying to lift itself out of self. You don't get, you don't see the problem from the solution. You're trying to see the problem from the problem. Self now understands self so completely. It's like being a professor of holes, but you keep falling into holes. Then, well, who gives a shit about, oh, I know what holes are, but they're not, they're not permitting you to evade the hole. What's the point? So self, having knowledge of self, doesn't go anywhere. Yes? Well, it goes to psychiatrists' offices, therapists, and long phone calls, and fucking like that. <laughs> it produces a lot of effects. But the difference is when you see the problem, quote unquote, the problem from the solution, that the knowledge about the problem is from the relief from it. Yeah. You're relieved of it and then you know it through the relief. You don't know it through the angst and the suffering. Yeah. That's still self kink. You will know it sucks to be self, but there'll be a self. Yeah. There'll be a self in that position. Yeah. <laughs> So you see, so the solution, it has nothing to do with the problem. It's, yeah, it's not an advanced problem that knows the problem. <laughs> it's a solution that basically informs you, no matter how it appears, no matter how it looks, no matter how long its imagined effects have occurred, it's not so. That's just that simple. You've been convinced that I don't care if it appears to be so. I don't care if it was so. I don't care if it's, if it's going to be so. It ain't so. <laughs> right now. That's, that's clear. Yeah. <laughs> but it may be so. Who knows? I don't care. because yeah. Or it was so. I don't care either. <laughs> but I know it ain't so now. Yeah, yeah, so. So with the mental addiction, do you use that in your AA? Oh, the mental addiction is, yeah, the mental addiction, you know, this is just ways of communicating. 
really. You're trying to at least paint a picture of other. If I, I believe the, the root of the obscuring is identification as what you're not, yeah? So let's describe as best you can in a lot of different ways. So a lot of people are, 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 are very confused about why the addictions to drugs and shit don't work. <laughs> you know what I mean? They spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on cocaine. They fucking shot coke in the neck with two lesbians at the same time. They've done every fucking combo and it still hasn't really worked. <laughs> so, so, and then, you know, why? I mean, when am I going to be satiated by cocaine? You know, when am I going to reach a stabilized and then give all my coke away and shit? You know, when does that happen? It never seems to occur because it's not, that's not the addiction. That's a solution to the addiction. Getting loaded on coke was a solution to the addiction of the mental state's addiction to being a thing, yeah? The being the, not even the thing. The thing just represents being the doer, the feeler, the seer, the hearer, the taster, touch, yes? That's all it does. The body, does. it's just used to represent. The really important thing is the feeling of being the thinker, the, the sense, the doer and shit, yeah? That's, the, that's where it, it locks in. So the mental addiction is to the idea of being the doer, the thinker, the feeler, or you could all put it into a compilation self, small s self, a feeling of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. It's a sense. You don't feel, it's a sense, yeah? So when the claiming is occurring, there's a sense of being the doer. There's a sense of I'm seeing. There's a sense. And so, and because we believe so, so completely in perceptions of things and stuff, it's taken to have a lot of weight, yeah? Very little demand to investigate. It just is assumed, yeah? When I'm thinking, I feel like I'm the thinker somehow or another, yeah? I sense it. Yeah. So to me, the mental addiction to the idea of being that is the addiction of all addictions. Because, see, we always use this example. You know, I love cocaine. I did a huge amount of coke, but not one time on cocaine did I ever think I was cocaine. Never. I never crossed that line. It was always this thing and me. Yeah. But we start at that point. We've taken ourselves to be the drug we're ingesting. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a, and I mean, I thought in, if you rated like cocaine addicts on a level of bad, I was pretty low, bad. Yeah. I didn't even get close to thinking I was cocaine. We start at a very severe condition, seemingly being identif identified as self. And we don't even know that. We think we're, that's we think that's who 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 and what we really are, basically. And we're running around for a long time just living under that assumption, and then trying to make sense of shit that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you know, just to fit into this freaking system because we can't entertain the possibility of being free from it because we're identified as it. You can't. So if you can't entertain the possibility of being free from something, you're going to fucking distract yourself, deny, fucking avoid, you know. 
you don't really want to come face to face with it because there's no way out. Yeah, you're not gonna get free. How's that? Yeah. So we live in hope and hope and hope. Yeah. And in that sense, hope does you a disservice because you're not seeing things as they are because you're seeing as, but it could get better. Yeah. So that to me is the mental addiction. And that's why all other solutions to that solution don't work because they're not a solution to it. They reinforce the self. The self now is the drug addict. The self now is the spiritual seeker. The self now is the master. The self now is the teacher. The self now, yes? So all those things are being used to reinforce, just like it says in that statement. Your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the dilemma. How can they destroy it? Yeah? You believe they're there to destroy something, but the real intent is reinforcing. This is what was revealed. And in my own experience, in that small, I was not a big participant in satsang or spiritual, that thing, but I, either, or, either I wasn't hearing it or I didn't hear it. Yeah. And I figure, geez, I don't see how you're going to, how, I don't see how you're going to leapfrog over this, this, this mechanical movement of claiming to be the do or the think or the feel this, all that. It's so quick. I don't believe there's any process can, that can get before that process. It's, I just don't see it. I didn't see it in my own life. And, uh, and I, I humbly believe you can't, you're not going to outdraw it with a process. You're not going to do yourself out of the doer. You're not going to think yourself out of the thinker. I just don't, that just doesn't make sense to me. And so finally, the great novel idea was the wisdom of no escape. Yeah, no escape. How can you escape from an imaginary place? That's the wisdom. There is absolutely no escape from an imaginary place. Now, if you're taking that imaginary place to be real, that sucks. You don't want that news, yeah? You're going to say, no, I believe I can get out, and then on and on and on. And you can, you can go on based on that hope for a long, long time, yeah? But the fact is, in another way, if you hear it as, I'm not in that place that I wanted so much to escape, that's the great wisdom of no escape. Yeah, I, there's no escape from an imaginary place. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's it's so it's so beautiful, really. And then finally, you see things. It's almost like you've been your your perceptual way of looking at thoughts and feelings and real and things out here was a bizarro world. You had the horse behind the cart, and suddenly you see everything in another way. And it's just like an unspoken yes. You just know it, you know. It's just on the money. You finally saw it aligned in a different way. That fucking makes sense, yeah. And what happens? Find out, yeah. Find out what happens. A lot of things will change without you changing anything. They'll just change because you're not the big player you think you are. You're not. You're an afterthought. 
So the dreaming sees the dreamt much differently than the dreamt sees the dreaming. Completely different, yeah? Completely. And you're not going to teach the dreamt how to see the dreaming as the dreaming. The dreamt will override it. Yeah? Maybe you're not the dreamt. And then suddenly the dreaming doesn't waste any time checking out the dreaming. It's just dreaming. It checks out the dreamt and recognizes I'm not that. Yeah? That's the only vote you need. You don't need the parasite's vote. You don't need to have a high you know, understanding. You don't. You just have to observe that there was a seeing and there is a seeing from that which is seeing. Yeah? Yeah. That has a pretty big impact. All right? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Paul. You're welcome. Mike, this is Stacy L. Hey, um, thank you. I okay. I I guess what I want to ask or say is related to ha having heard this message many years ago and having an experience of traveling lighter, and then um, her stuff that you said, kind of going deep with the Course of Miracles, and then having many experiences of not traveling lighter, but like traveling as light, I guess. Um, and then, and then what I notice is that when I'm not in that space, it's like first there's a mountain, then there's no mountain, and then there's a mountain. And whenever there's a mountain, it's the, the experience seems so much, um, more unbearable than it ever would have been before having heard the message or having, you know, experienced traveling lighter. Yeah. And I guess I'm just wondering if you can speak to um, any, you know, tools or it's, it feels like a lot of work to get back and I can, and I, I experience like coming back around to like, Oh, pure peace. But it, it just feels like it's so much work. I don't know. Yes, yes. But let me go back to that. First, there is a mountain, right? I'm going to add something before it. First, there is no mountain. Okay. Then there is a mountain. Then there is no mountain. Then there's a mountain. Yeah. Okay. But first, there is no mountain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if this is, you know, what's dreaming is exquisitely dreaming. Yeah. And one of the, uh, one of a quote unquote disadvantage to the action figure is for its uh, lenses to have an HD quality, yeah, upgraded, because then you feel everything a whole lot more, yes, and uh, a lot of other things. But usually that doesn't last forever. Okay. Yes. It doesn't last forever, but things can get, yeah, can you imagine if uh, 
one of the one of the mercies of the ignorance is to dull it all out. Yeah, exactly. And, and it it in those were in in the moment of hell, the experience of being identified as an action figure. That's that feels like a quicker fix, even though I know that will solve nothing. Yes. Um, of course, because that's it's talking about it's it's talking to you as you then. Yeah. Yeah. See, everything is being we're seeing and then the mental state sees that from a different point of view. And it's constantly trying to wear that clothing, but get its message through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But this isn't going to stay like that, honey, anyway. Well, sometimes you got to get cooked a little bit more, like in, in my sense, and this isn't guaranteed. I'm just giving you my experience. Yeah. In hindsight, it looked at one time, you know, I was running with like 110 electrical wiring. Yeah. And then I needed to get upgraded to 220. So uh, I had to go through a little rough ride between the upgrade to 220 and 110. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. really, that really resonates because there is a piece of me that feels like that's coming. And just to, I, I feel kind of like guided to just keep going like yes. through, through it. Yeah. But oh, yeah, it's hard. Yes. Well, always have your outlet. And just because it isn't you, doesn't mean it, it doesn't have to be listened to. You can share it with other people and stuff. Yeah. 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 Thank you. But also know it's like when people used to get in touch with me a lot uh, and they would first, they'd have like the, the, the pink cloud, let's say of non-duality. <laughs> they'd feel great and everything and this and that. Then it would change. Things would get real. And so they'd be calling me and I would just tell them, well, just don't act out and don't die and things are going to get really good. <laughs> so basically, for me, acting out would get loaded, you know. Don't get loaded and then don't die and things will get better. Or not even, it's not better. It just gets uh, that which is resisting the operation uh, gets muted, so to speak, like this, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because the doctor and you're in good hands. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Stacy. Uh, and Aviva wants to talk. Can you unmute yourself, Aviva? I Hi. see Aviva. You're in the middle square. Oh. Okay. Hey, Aviva. Hi. Um, so, how do I? think about being caught like I can see a, a pattern of of um like a stuck in an emotion stuck in a, in, in a in a perception I know it's false but I know that it's something that I've been holding for many years and I want to let it go but I'm not really and, and I, I go through it you know through meditation so how, how can I think of it differently to um Usually I just do something like this isn't real. This is some, you know, like I, I made it up or I'm willing to, I'm letting this go or something like that. I'll just do that stuff over and over again. How, how do I, I change relating to it? In an, in well, a, why don't you ask you who is it? Why don't you ask who is it that's doing all this shit? 
who is it that's creating the story? No, who is it that's responding to it, reacting to it? It may not be you. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I have to take your word for it because I would I'll, imagine- I'll, do, I'll give this simple thing. There's a great master, Ramana Maharshi, he sat quiet for quite a long time, realized nobody was getting it. So when he first started speaking, he presented this old methodology called a self-inquiry, yeah? As a skillful means in a sense. So basically, let's say I'm flipping out about next week and I'm doing all this meditation and I wanna, I know this emotion isn't true, but it feels, and he would just say nothing about that, but just ask, who is that? Who is it that's doing all that? Is it Aviva? And if it, the head goes, it's me, well, who is this me? And you'll see, because the importance of what you're going through isn't what you're going through, it's the you that believes it's going through it, yeah? All the, a lot of the meaning isn't about that old emotional pattern, let's say. I think that's what you were implying, right? That keeps coming up. It's that it's your old emotional pattern, yeah? Well, it's the sense that it always is pulling and it doesn't just go away. So there's well, attachment, there's a stuckness, there's a sticky quality to it. Who sees that? Who's, who's, who feels like he's, he or she is stuck? I don't know. I mean, I would well, say... Well, me, I ask you, feeling use, this little, use this idea. Let's say if I'm worrying about next week, yeah? Okay. I'm not going to put any attention on that. I'm going to ask, who is it that's worrying about next week? Very rarely do people question. The assumption is it's you that's worrying about next week, and therefore next week is really important because it's about you. Yeah. Well, we're going to ask, who's that you? Yeah. And then when it says it's me, ask, who's that me? And what happens is, see what happens. Yeah. But so basically, this emotional stuff comes up, it draws a, a lot of interest and attention to it, yes? And part of that drawing to it is again, something wanting to get out of it, yeah? This is the act of being bound to self. Part of the being bound to self is trying to get out of self. That's one of the biggest bondage points, yeah? So this isn't about I can't tell you what to do about that thing. I can, I can just suggest, I would ask, who is it? Yeah, to see if it, because if it ain't you, let's say if someone was describing this to you, it wouldn't have the same, it doesn't have the same impact, other, you know, unless it's you that's describing it to you, yeah? It's the you that's giving this thing all the meaning it has. So I, I understand that part that it's me, but when I ask who is it that's saying it, I just think me and I think nothing else. I just don't, I don't even think anything that's else. That's so, great. That's exactly right, right there. I don't know but what to do with no that. thinking, that's a damn good, uh, that's more of you than you're usually availed to, so to speak, yes? You see, that's it. There's the thinking. Then suddenly you ask that question. Then it says me, you ask it again. Hey, there's no thinking. Yes, there you go. 
I don't know how to relate to that. I mean, I understand. I know you don't know how to relate to that. <laughs> you are that. You are that. Which not that point of no thinking. That's us. Yeah. You see it. You just went instead of going forward of how to deal with this emotional groove. You went back and you left thought. I mean, I would say if I had a choice, which direction I'd go that way. <laughs> I don't want to be a master of dealing with emotional shit. I'd like to be resting in no thought. Yes. I, I, you know, I know that it's out. Honestly, I feel I'm not sure what to do with not thinking. I. <laughs> There's nothing you can do with not thinking. You're not there. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It feels like I'm not there and that doesn't feel safe. <laughs> yes, to what you're not. So there you go, honey. It's beautiful. Yeah, it doesn't feel safe to what you're not. See, the statement is it doesn't feel safe, and then the assumption is to you. I'm saying what we're humbly attempting to say is that to you is not you. Yeah? So if I just over and over let myself experience that nothing feeling like there's nothing there i would get adjusted to being okay with <laughs> i'm just wondering I, I would stop reacting to it yeah, yeah uh why don't you just find out maybe you won't do anything okay maybe you'll see that which wants to do something isn't you and then maybe you won't move and then you'll realize you never left that point yeah, who knows? But you're on to something. Yeah. Don't follow the crumbs that way. Yeah. 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 Go that, you know, just like it was a perfect illustration. It was so simple. You left the emotional pattern, what to do about it, meditating, everything that trying to feel better or whatever. And then you went to just asking, who am I twice? And you entered no thought. <laughs> That's a pretty quick recovery. <laughs> then, then what you're not wants to recover from that, and then it starts yapping again. Oh, what yeah. am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, let, exactly. Let it hang off the cliff. Yeah, why not? You've been saving it, resuscitating it, bringing it back up off the, off the cliff. Let it, you know, just, don't, just stay right in, the, in no thought. See what happens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I noticed. Yeah, I noticed. Like you saying that the 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 thing that wants to be identified, the it like sensation starts arising of anxiety around that. And I'm like, remember to just ask what that is, and to, to realize that's nothing. That I well, I'm you don't stopped, realize I don't, any, Just ask what it is, uh -huh. and then just hang there and see what gets revealed. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. All you do is what is happening in a way is you're using what you're not to ask what it's not. Yeah, so you're going, what you're not is gonna go, who am I to what it's not, <laughs> what you're not. And they're gonna negate each other. And then, then there you are. And when there you are isn't a sudden uh, happening, it's the case, yeah? All this little dancing on the surface yeah, all the while, there you are, yeah? So these two negate 
what, what, me, and then what? Suddenly, and it was very quick with you. It went from uh, this, me, no, no thought. <laughs> Just <laughs> what do you do then? I don't know. Collapse, rest, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess I, I kept getting stuck in the confusion of, 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 of not having thought, and, and it's I don't have a busy mind necessarily, yeah. so. But I guess that that's the that's the next thing to just just let go of being pulled into what to do with that. Well, you're on to something. Just I wouldn't. You don't have to. Uh, you don't. Have yeah, to no, I don't do effort. It. You don't have I mean, to do the diagram way to of the word journey. It. Don't just find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just instead of stepping forward to try to deal with something, maybe just entertain the possibility of going the other way. Yeah. Okay. And ask who is it? Who is it that's had this pattern for twenty years? Who is it that da 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 da? If it isn't you, a lot of the importance of that pattern will be dismissed because it's all rooted in you. Seriously, the you that you're not. How do you think the you that you're not gets meaning by giving meaning to every fucking thing else? Yeah, that's how it it it. It gets a reflection of meaning by giving meaning to everything else. So it gives a lot of meaning to worrying about next week. Not because of next week, there isn't one. It gets more, it gets a bigger picture, a sense of itself. Yeah. I'm so important that I've got to be worrying about myself in next week. It's not enough for now. I got to worry about me in next week. Yeah. This is, ins it's just insane. So you see that. So every time, and then when it, when it, you know, it takes everything as a call to arms, but the message we're sharing is a disarming of that. Yeah. All right. I'm going to do something. Of, no, I'm not going to do fucking squat about it. Yeah. Give it its five minutes on the stage. Everyone's trying to push everything away. Let it show it up. It'll tell you exactly what it is, which it isn't you. That's what it will. If you allow everything to land that you've been trying to make unreal through meditation and all this other shit, if you let all that be as real as real can be, it's going to reveal it's unreal. It's you're trying to make it unreal has given it a reality, unbelievable reality. Yeah, it has. I'm telling you. Okay. Well, I mean, when I say this isn't real, I feel myself letting go. Because I'm not in my head, I'm just saying. This yes, well, these are little skills. This is like a trick. You can okay. use the trick, but the thing is, the trick has an expiration date. Yeah. I've noticed yeah. all of them kind of wear out, but they, they sort of help <laughs> me let go. go, and I because do lighten up. What's left is what you've always looked for. You, what you are is what you've been looking for. Yeah? Yeah, I understand that in here but i don't seem to get it experience well, I'm, I'm gonna fedex a zen bitch slap i'm gonna send you a slap it should be there it's actually it got there yesterday you're just in the reverberation of it now <laughs> very good thank you for that line of whatever yes somebody came to visit Who? Oh, no, he just came to visit. So. Oh, he just <laughs> came to visit. Thank you. 
That was wonderful. <laughs> yes, thanks a lot, Aviva. Paid that the was visit great. and you end up staying. Anyone, Mike, anyone else? I don't see a hand yet. Oh, that's great. I love the handless moments. <laughs> Yeah, you can see what's happening out there. Yeah, James, our friend James is up. All right, let me let me hear James. I'm back. I unmuted myself. Is that okay? Yes. You can hear me. Cool. I can. And I um, I just. I just love this stuff so much, and it's just been a great meeting. And I want to, uh, I really like what the last girl was talking about because I'm not one of those people that like it was a light switch. I had to sort of hear a message over and over, and, and it took a while to, um, well, I mean, it's not like I'm somewhere anyway, but like it took a while to get some some understanding and I don't know how to sort of like a lot of this stuff crosses over from Paul's other AA stuff, but I really, as a, um, I, I like the terminology about some of the activating my alcoholic thinking or, you know, which I guess is the same as the action figure and the, um, process you talked about when you, when you talked about six and seven that just sort of dealing with it right then and there and it I, I don't know I just know that the gal that was talking that like over time uh listening to you <laughs> I got hit with enough spiritual sperm <laughs> oh yes that um that I started to see me a little bit more in the third person and then it became a little bit more like a, a podcast that I could turn the volume down on some. <laughs> and the narrative hasn't changed at all. It's still like that Cheech and Chong thing where he talks about his summer vacation. It's the same thing over and over. <laughs> but the but the volume's down on it. You know what I mean? And and stuff activates it. And and it got, I get through it real a lot a lot more quickly because I'm not stuck in the middle of that believing it. You know as much as as I used to, I don't, I think I'm one of those people that still got some seeds to cook, you know, or however they put it, but, but those, and the skillful means do run out, but I think they serve a purpose and then they run out. You know what I mean? It's like a pair of boots. You take them off and you buy another pair of shoes until you're there uh, at the shore. You never left <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know, man. I my I, I I'm I'm a poor man's uh, version of a wise man, but I could really identify with where she was coming from a little bit, just because when I was playing your when I was hitting play and all play all on your Zen Zen bitch slap channel and letting it just kind of run, it, it it worked over time, you know. Yeah. yeah. Stuff got through, so. Anyway, I just want to encourage her, and I appreciate you doing this because I, I just can't put into words how much I enjoy these these sessions. I'll mute myself though. And You'll thank mute you guys. Yourself.
All right, James. Nice. Thank you for that share. Yeah. See the. Uh, it's a trippy thing because there's the action figure, and then there's uh, the idea of non-duality, and so the action figure. I love the statement in the Course in Miracles that. Uh, you and I are the dreaming of this dreaming and we're going to dream ourselves out of it. And as we do, the dream will get happier. So a lot of these events to me are happy. This is a dream event and hopefully mind is using this dream event to dream itself out of the dreaming. And as it does, uh, the dream will get happier. And the way we say it is traveling lighter, you know, traveling lighter. And really, as the action figure, that's a much more appropriate goal than transcendence or nirvana or enlightenment because those dances are solitary dances. There's not going to be two to tango. There's not going to be you and enlightenment. <laughs> so let's just lower the target as the action figure. Now, the dilemma is the action figure is mixed up a lot with what we are. Yeah. Very difficult. Um, and because of that, like hybridness, because of that, attributing uh, to one and then to the other, it gets a little confusing, yeah? But if you look at the dreaming oneself out of the dreaming, basically everything that you, that you quote unquote, were ever doing or doing a da-da-da-da-da-da has been used to bring you to another point that could be described as dreaming oneself out of the dreaming, yeah? So... In that way, there's no this or that. There's no recognizing completely what you are and, and seeing super clear what you're not. It doesn't matter because the fact is the fact for both conditions, yeah? You are that. It doesn't matter if it's gonna look like it takes you 80 years to arrive at that point. That point, yeah, was already there, yeah? Or, yes? So the dilemma a lot of people have is because the action figure is in a world of yes and no, coming and going, dissatisfaction, everyone's dream is for these kind of sense of relief to stabilize. You know what I mean? That I just want to feel just great all the time. That's seeing it from the action figure. Yeah. That's not seeing it from clarity. It isn't. It's just sharing. Yeah. The clarity has acceptance is the thing. It's not in conflict with what's happening. Yeah. Unless as the action figure, it's appropriate. Yes. But it, it, in the whole, it's, it's not in conflict with this whole event. This is just happening. Da, 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 and yet you can't lose. You can't lose in the one dreaming and you can't lose because you're, you're that, yes? So it's a beautiful relieving message, yeah? So when you take all the pressure of, and responsibility to go farther than you're able to, to transcend that which can't be transcended, 
to arrive at a superhuman state, you know, all that gets dropped. And you're just, you know, looking for a seat cushion because your ass hurts. Yeah, it's very, you know, it gets very basic. <laughs> really basic. All the while, a deep assurance that your relevance doesn't change anything. And your irrelevance doesn't change anything. It's just... Uh, Things are just the way they are, and things are just the way they're appearing to be. Yeah, just, that's how it goes. No, I was, I love, no thing I is that. just the way it is, and things are just the way they're appearing to be. <laughs> yeah, but, then all the different analogies work at different times. And, yes, and, and you're speaking on a lot of levels, and basically uh, that relief is, is these mental burdens we've taken upon ourselves yes the body is like a toyota it's not a chariot of the gods yeah it's not <laughs> it's not going to be you're not going to be tooling around in heaven with your fucking body yeah it's just it's just let's you know and uh not being the center of the universe is a wonderful relief for this little Thing in time it really is yeah and to uh and the what it how it happened with me is a field of acceptance and the last time i had been introduced to that field was by when i was a kid by the love of my grandmother you know my grandmother loved me so much it was almost unbearable yeah and then from that on that moment when she passed away and i got a little older I took it upon myself. The mental state did just to flagellate itself all fucking day. You know what I mean? And then all this happened, and I just had forgotten all about it. I couldn't feel it or sense acceptance anymore. And then it came back. You know? Wonderful. Without anything, I didn't do anything. I didn't whistle it. I didn't wasn't hoping for it. I didn't. I had no idea of it anymore. It had been like a past you know, forgotten sense. And there it came. And then I knew why it wasn't available by its availability. It was obvious that if this is taken to be me, the me of all me's, it's going to be like an urban renewal project. It's going to be watched over, critiqued, fucking observed, yes, prodded, pushed, tried to make better. It's never ending. It's a slavery, really. It's a freaking slavery. And then once I saw it wasn't me, there was, a, there was an acceptance of it, an acceptance of it. Yeah. So everything has value, everything, yeah? Everything has value. In the action figure world, you can see like the higher power of recovery as like the Holy Spirit in the Course of Miracles, where this higher power, this higher mind, let's say, will take the same information that the brain is taking to correlate it to the body. Well, the, that Holy Spirit will take the same information and will co correlate it completely different. Yeah? The same exact same information being brought in will taken go into a different site gets made into a completely different story yeah 
The difference is like centeredness and self-centeredness. It's extremely different. Yeah. And you can observe that. You can see that. You can, ex you can see its expression starting to happen through you over the years. And you can observe that something has done for you what you couldn't do for yourself. This is all the highest ceiling of an action figure. An action figure's highest ceiling is to realize it's not the doer, that it's not the cause. That's the humility, yeah? That's the right-sizedness. And then it has gratitude for what's happening, yeah? It, tons of stuff, but it has its limitations here. It's, it's an event that's gonna last 90 years. What we are is before, during, and after it, yeah? They're not, by acknowledging one, isn't a, a derisive thing against the other. You're just trying to point out what we're not, yeah? Yeah, because of the identification, the dilemma of being identified as what you're not. So let's really describe what we're not. But I have no problem with what I'm not, yeah? Fuck it, yeah? You know, you could say, you know, like Jesus supposedly said uh, on the cross, uh, uh, forgive them for they do not know what they do. Well, basically, that's the case for the action figure, for the appearance of the action figure is forgive them for they do not know what they do. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So you can speak on levels and not be confusing, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I, I almost feel like one elevated my consciousness enough to accept the other maybe a little bit. And then the other... Yeah, of course. You know, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I get what he's saying when he talks about selfing and, and recognizing what I'm not, which... About five years ago, I would have, <laughs> and it just bing, 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 bounced off and not made any, you know. But that's how, why, how we do it this way. There's a masterful point to it. We realize this little dualistic juggler can't take the third ball. It's going to throw <laughs> thing off. So we just throw more balls than it can handle. And then there's a pause, just like with that lady. She went to the pause. It was obvious to everyone, hopefully. It was so beautiful. It only took like four seconds. And there, there it was. People thinking it's such an arduous journey. She fell backwards into it. It was, she wasn't even looking for it. <laughs> this is how, yes? No, you helped me with that. You, you did me that way once, and it was, it was great. So... Well, I didn't do shit. What we do, I'm just being used, throw it over everyone's head. So finally they realize, you know, <laughs> the message isn't to you, it's through you. You're the obscuring agent, unfortunately or fortunately. The poor body has been put, has been presented as the front man. <laughs> so we have to get through that to, yeah, 
Yeah. So just to be clear, the message isn't to you from this. It's through. Yes. We're just trying to, and I can't miss everywhere. It's, I, could throw, I could throw it this way. I don't have to aim. I don't have to be a, a tactician or like surgical precision. You can't miss everywhere. You just throw it outside of your mental grip. Yeah. Or just overwhelm the mental grip. And too many balls, it stops, and there you go. There's your free sample. <laughs> and then all the warnings about what's going to happen, quote unquote, after the free sample. <laughs> There's going to be a claiming, it's going to arise. I mean, so at least you can see. See, it's not enough to think you see that. Yeah, the message. You've got to see. Yeah, the ensuing reaction, because that's really the key. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, thanks, James. Um, we've got Gary C. And then Dream Talking is raising his hand by chat box. And then there's Dimitri. Go ahead, Gary C. Hi, Paul. Hey, Gary. Hey. I think I hear you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even to the reaction. Mm. And, and then it's like, well, shit, I'm fucked. <laughs> it, yeah. it's, and then you're not. <laughs> I don't know if I'm there yet. Oh yeah, well we just pushed you there. Yeah, don't 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 rush and put a period or end the paragraph. It's gonna continue. <laughs> it's not like do do. It could be do do do. Just like the lady. Usually the old Zen thing was first there is the mountain. Oh, everything is real. Then there is no mountain. But fuck. Then there's the mountain again. But we're saying, no, first there is no mouth. Then there's an appearance. Then there's a disappearance. Then there's an appearance again. Yeah. <laughs> You're laughing. But <laughs> so the, what would be seen as the fourth move is really the first. Yeah. The first, the fourth, it would be like, First there is the mountain, then there is no mountain, then there is a mountain, then there is no mountain. That fourth there is no mountain is the first. <laughs> so when you fall to the fourth, you know you've arrived at the first. You see it? <laughs> well, I, one of my favorite quotes is, at the end of all your exploring, you'll arrive at the beginning and know the place for the first time. Exactly. It's a very beautiful one. Yes, exactly. You'll know it for the first time, or you could also say for the only time. <laughs> because there's just been knowing the only time. <laughs> That's all there is. <laughs> Wasn't I was I was knowing it. I will know it's a knowing is the only time. Yeah. There's no one knowing, there's just knowing. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's like, it's like I've been thrown on the ground and I keep wanting to get up and, and start going again. It's like, 
Well, no, that's not that's not working. Count it out, Gary. You've been counting out. The fight's over. <laughs> but I haven't won. <laughs> I wanted to win the fight. It was a flash knockout. <laughs> <laughs> I won I by losing. And I missed the knockout. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I've been going through some spiritual surgery or, or surgery in my life. You know, some associations are changing, and sometimes it's painful. And 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 I think something's happening because of something else is changing. But I don't know what that is. I hear you say, well, just don't get that, don't get off the surgery table, you know, let him keep, yeah. let the doctor keep doing his work. Yeah, why not? Well, it's, it's kind of uncomfortable. To who? <laughs> uh. <laughs> you want to see if you stop there the two you starts yeah yeah i just uh i kind of want to take everybody with me too i want to make sure my wife's doing it and everybody else is doing it and I well you'll probably be disappointed in that endeavor <laughs> I'm real disappointed in that. <laughs> That's out of your jurisdiction. <laughs> it seems like I'm out of my jurisdiction too. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I keep coming back for more because it seems like there's somehow it's scratching the itch but i can't see where it is and it doesn't see i, I can't help it and so but if i you know just hey if you just walked into the doctor's room to get your exam i'm saying you're in great shape well thanks doc yeah i've looked at your x-ray i didn't see anything <laughs> then I'll take your word for it, cause yeah, I don't know that I don't know shit. There you go. Well, that's two of us, so that's good. <laughs> oh. Well, thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. That was thanks, very great. Dream talking. Can you mute yourself? Hey, Dimitri is right here. He's he's right next to Gary. I got um, it's dream, no, it's dream, dream I got talking. Dream talking is next. Dream talking is next. Dream oh, talking dream. is next. Dream Sorry, talking. I, I I jumped I jumped the uh, the line. I guess. Um, uh, I, I just I I wanted to say and I might regret this, uh, but I'm, I'm just like flooded with an insane amount of gratitude <laughs> tonight. Um, Thank you for the message. And uh, just personally, I feel really thankful for um, the times, you know, in the past before the pandemic, being able to go through a meeting and then sit there at B-Star with you afterwards and 
say what kind of almost everyone's been saying tonight. Uh, you know, hey, this came up in the meeting and, and this came up in the meeting and I feel like this existential thing, like I'm going to die and like it's all pointless. And uh, something about just having you there, just saying, yeah, and, and see, you're not that. Um, I just, I'm, I'm just flooded with a lot of gratitude. Uh, and, and I had to say thank you. And also something that came up for me, you and James basically said it, but uh, <laughs> try to get through this. Uh, the Buddha said something like, uh, be a light onto yourself. And when you were, when you were sharing what um, the unconditional love of your grandmother meant to you, it kind of hit me the idea of uh, we can be that unconditional love of our grandmother onto ourselves. That's what's available. Kind of. Yeah, yes, for sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute myself before. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Nick, very much. We've, I've always had a, you know, you came to the talks and you were a lifetime member. That's awesome. Appreciate your presence. All right, Dimitri. Thanks, Nick. Hey, Paul. Hey, how are you? Uh, good. Uh, when you shared today, earlier today, about who am I, and that's yeah that's really the part that whenever i since i started listening to you that brought like really felt sense freedom and uh and then uh basically i, I move on with my day and then i talk to someone and the, the suffering arises and then there, there is this idea that i need to kind of do more and 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 the horizon of suffering is used as an evidence that i need to do more and then it goes into this like total like contortion of i don't know like i need to do emotional releases i need to do uh, some kind of practices and i just it, it just feels like there should be might be a place for all that like for all these exercises and practices but like lately i just observe how this i like this idea that i i need to do this is like brings me like hells and then whenever i just somehow go into like but who is this that's gonna do this and, and it just evaporates and so I, I don't know if it's a question or a sharing, but I just noticed that this idea of like, I, I need to do this, this like puts me on a... Like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. See, that's, uh, that's the illustration of the diagram we try to write out, write out at the talks. You just illustrated it. Yeah. It's the I that gives so much meaning to... I've got to do more practice and stuff. Yes, all that. But it's the I. Yeah. If 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 was someone else, you may you may say, "Hey, bro, you should actually chill out. You concentrating on this is not working." Yeah. You've been doing this for fifteen years. You're more obsessed than ever. Yeah. And you would you you'd have you would see it clearly with that person. Yet, once you introduce 
the, the identification with that eye, a huge amount of meaning. It's like a, like a faint echo now gets heard like 12 times. Yeah. So the point is, is we see, we feel the meaning after the eye, but it's from the eye. Yeah. So people like get caught up in, oh, I'm really worried about next week. And then they get to like, they go to a meeting where people who worry about next week too much gather and they all share about worrying about next week and yeah, all this meaning. But it's really the, it's the you that has given so much meaning to the worrying about next week. I shouldn't be worrying about next week. I should be better than this. All these years I've been practicing. How can I still be worrying about? Yes, it's all rooted in that eye. So you just see it. And the, see, the messages get illustrated in your own life. They illustrate themselves. Just like that lady shared just by her talk, a huge thing got illustrated by Anina or whatever about the who am I. Huge, in three seconds. It was like a master class in something. Yeah, this is what happens all day. Once you start seeing the truth, yeah, you see the pattern through the particulars, yeah? You see through the particulars, and then you see, like, the skeletal system of it. And you see its inherent emptiness, yeah? The meaning to all the, like, I am so damn important that I shouldn't be worrying about next week, yes? It's just the I. It's just, it just dumps all this meaning on what comes after it. But it's a fucking thing that comes after. It's putting itself in the precedence of being before. That's why all the meaning sort of runs downhill into everything that comes after it. But it's a false point. So it's corny in some ways of just asking, well, who is it? Because it stops everyone like that. They're, getting, they're rolling into the story and you go, well, who is it? And then there's a stop. It's like the bus, you know, the door open, get off. Yeah. But the, then you can see the habit of it. It gets regrouped and goes back to it again in another way, yeah? The I, 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 I. But the who am I just brings a pause, and you can just get off the bus or realize you were never on the bus, really, which is even faster than getting off the bus. Getting off the bus is still assuming that you got caught. You didn't. There's no one who got caught by the I, yeah? There's no eye that got caught by the other eye. Yeah. Yeah. There's a claiming of whatever's going on to imply an eye. And then everything from there is rationalized based on that assumption. So the narrative, like it says in The Course in Miracles, the narration we're being fed doesn't make any sense to what we are because the brain interprets everything to the body. Yeah. If we're not a body, that's a bad GPS. Yeah. If all our maps and everything in our little general, you know, our GPS is premised on the programming, I'm a body, and you're not, hey, it explains a lot. Everyone who's sharing. 
may not be recognizing their apertures have been opened in a certain sense, yeah? What more do you want? What do you, what do you think begets an, an op, more opening of an aperture, an opening of the aperture, yeah? <laughs> That's what does it. It doesn't like, oh, the aperture opened and then you set off on your <laughs> open every aperture. No, the aperture opened without any thought or effort on your part and it will continue. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, like whatever, the, the doership arises and then the, there is more doership to be applied onto this doership to neuter the doership, but <laughs> it just goes into a whirlpool. Yes, and it dr <laughs> see, it drowns itself. It's not you. Yeah. Yeah, this, this is the thing. We get stuck on the second self. Mm, like mm -hmm. we see the selfing, but then there's a self that says it's been doing it all, that it's been doing all the selfing. You don't catch the first one, yeah? You see the, you see the projection of the selfing, yeah? And you can see, oh, there it is. I've been selfing all day, but that, that feeling of being the one that was selfing is the sense of self. We're just trying to share. You can catch, yeah? This, this, this habitual stop isn't a stop. You can carry back, yeah? You can fall back. Getting this way is, is blindness. Falling back, you'll see a whole lot more. Yeah, yeah. I have faith in the message. Yeah. I have faith, not out of wild hope or or, or some kind of imagination. I, it works. I've watched it. I've watched it over the years. I've observed that something so complex and fucked up as Paul Hedeman has traveled later for 32 years is monumental. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's unbelievable that this thing could have gotten straightened out, really. And I had nothing fucking to do with it. It was a loss of interest in Paul that allowed Paul to get straightened out. All my interest in straightening out Paul was fucked. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have it. I don't know how I'm doing. I don't care. Yeah, I'm not like, oh, I'm feeling great, or I don't care. You know, if I'm sick, then I feel sick physically. But if, other than that, everything's fine. You know, what I mean? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting a, like a 15-minute bulletin, like a newsletter about Paul every. I don't care that much. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's. This being here is very occupying. Yeah. Being in the mental state is insane. Being here is very occupying. You have five vistas, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, and there's tons of shit happening. You all right, Dimitri? All is good? Yeah, yes. good. Thanks a lot, Paul. Good to see you, brother. Yeah. yeah likewise. Hey, I don't see any other hands, but I just wanted to say that, um, and referring to our, our grandmothers, that it, it hits me that with uh, you know them getting older, they 
they got the idea that just their availability and presence, what was what was able to provide the love that, you know, as kids that grew up taking themselves to be that, were still kept on looking for it. But then to see the not difference in all the availability that you that that life has made through you, you know, all these decades, you know, a drug addict called Paul being not different from my grandmother. That's um, uh, it's uh, you know amazing and amazing. And not, of course, not just not just you, like you know Nick, who's only thirty years old, and <laughs> and uh, everybody else. It's just it's uh, very touching. Anyone? Any other question? Or what time is it? Seven. Uh, eight. We got a hand. We got a physical hand up. Ben, or poet. Oh, all right. And there's Phil. Phil. And Phil too. Okay. And. Uh, all right, yeah, get the Pete, whoever first. Phil will get to you wherever we are. I am muted Ben since he looks too comfortable. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, Ben. Yeah, and I, um, I was going to say something else, but then what um, was just said there about grandparents, you know, because I've got a grandson, and obviously I can't see him physically. I, I live in Germany and my grandson's in London. But um, when we do these Zoom meetings, we play this game where he'll, he'll go to tickle me and I have to react, you know. Hmm. And that's uh, yeah. That just made, yeah. It was just quite a, a moving, really, to to think about. Grand, yeah, you know, being being a grand, you know, the other side of it, really. Mm, well, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, that a child at that age, I mean, he is just you know he's getting on for three, so he's beginning to start to get this idea of a independent self. But um. Yeah, and what you were just saying about being, just being, is it that some that seems to be something that we kind of have and lose, and that's a, it's sort of strange, really, isn't it? I can't, I didn't under, can't hear you that well, Ben, but I think I heard you anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. I think I got the communication. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think Phil wanted something too. Phil from Sydney or Phil Sydney, one of them. Phil, you ready? Do you see it, Mike? Hold on. Uh, yeah, Phil Sydney. He's right near Z and Dimitri and Gary and James. Well, I think they are different for for all of us, but can you not unmute? Maybe Phil, can you unmute it? Here, I'll go down the list. Yeah, he's he's doing it now. Yes, now he's ready. All right, Good. Phil. Okay, Paul. So um, I just want to say it's not a question so much as just to say I think um, uh, I've only been uh, noticed to recently on YouTube, but I think uh, um, you hear this all the time, but I think your approach is absolutely brilliant. It really cuts through. Um, um, and I particularly like uh, the way that you, if you don't mind me saying so, you, your humor really is, um, is, uh, is a big part of it. Um, and maybe I do have a question. Uh, you told a story a little while ago about the, uh, I don't know if it was you or somebody getting a new lounge, and um, it resonated so much. Yeah, couch, yes. Couch, yeah. So maybe um, t 
two questions. One, was that you with the couch? And if it was, <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't. Uh, but I like the. You know what happens? You're you're attempting to communicate, and you're trying to draw pictures more than words. Mm -hmm. So then things like that come down the download. It, it was a, it was a way of trying to represent this movement of the mental state here there. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think stories are a great way of communicating. It's um, so my second question is irrelevant because I was going to ask whether you bought the carpet or not, the the rug rather, but uh, obviously you did. So oh, I have another good one about a carpet. Have you heard the one from uh, Turkey? Yeah, yeah, throwing the rugs at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another carpet. You know, one. So the only well, I, that probably you can be guaranteed I was there were my 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 arrests. Getting okay. Over, they're all true. All yeah. those getting run over twice by the same car, the same yeah. night. I was I was there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the other story I rather like, and I was watching a story as a part of it, where you were talking about the lights being out and the guy, the entrepreneur, selling a match to the bathroom. Oh yes, yes, yes. I love that. It's uh yeah yeah yeah. yeah thanks, Paul. It's uh I'll keep on yeah. watching. I think. Oh, thank you. You're in Sydney. Sydney, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, we're hoping to come back there sometime. We were just in, uh, we were in, um, in I guess February, March, right? February. February, we we were in Australia. Whereabouts? We were in Melbourne and uh, then Byron Bay just to hang out. Okay. All nothing. right. Yeah. There's some people here from Melbourne. Yes, that person, Jane. Terry and Jane and. Uh, Jane has a question for you. Oh, Jane has a question for me too. Another a woman from uh, down under. From, That's uh, a lot of them around. I don't, I don't actually have a question, Paul. How are you? Come on, honey. Uh, I actually just made made a, something came up when the earlier speakers were talking, and I just wanted to share it with you. Um, the statement in the third step prayer says, "Please relieve me of the bondage of self." And to me, that's another way of saying, please relieve this alleged me or self of the bondage of identifying as the separate alleged me or self and its subsequent selfing, which is the naming and claiming as an alleged me image, which exists only in the memory in a clunky way, in alleged time, in the pairs of opposites. For instance, me and you, pleasure, pain, desire, fear, etc., etc., all relating to a self. So that relief from it is seeing you're not that self. When you say to yourself, who is this happening to? You have to say me. And you know in actual fact there is no me. As that is only a memory or an image, and the image is never the real. And then you see, ah, there it is. The addiction is selfing, identifying as a separate entity, object or me, and all its stories relating to that separate self or me. So the relief is seeing there is no me, seeing what you're not. The relief from the bondage of self is seeing there is no self. Yes. So, so, hang on a sec, someone, who is it? <laughs> Someone's That's knocking at the door. Anyway, <laughs> I just thought I'd share. It's I just thought I'd share that with you all. So 
when, when you say who's it happening to, it all dissipates. So that's it, really. Yeah. Nice, nice to see you, Jane. You so just lots, said it's two minutes for two hours. It's so lovely to see you all and to share with you all in San Francisco and all the other places of the world. And it's just so beautiful to have this opportunity. I'm so blessed. Well, we're happy to see you, Jane. And thanks so much for your, uh, your, uh, organi yep. your organizing skills are extraordinary. <laughs> yes. Okay, I've got to answer this door. <laughs> all right, answer the door, yes. Now it would be funny if it's me. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> All right, Mike, is another person that? Maybe the person at the door? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't see any hands. I think we have one, Ahmad. Oh, Ahmad, yeah, we converse. Where is yeah, Paul, I'm um, new to this thing. I listened to one of your uh, YouTube videos and you were talking about the sheep and the lion. So the sheep trying to find his identity as a lion doesn't work. It only reinf reinforces the sheep. Yeah. And then, so you were saying try to find out who you are not basically, right? or yeah. so my, my question is who is that who's trying to find out who they are not i mean is that so the sheep so it's like who i am not is trying to figure out who i am not so it's almost like suicide or whatever because i don't know how that works yeah if it it it, it, it i mean can, it's, a, it it's the same it it's the same and it may not be yes I mean, it's the same concept. It's almost reinforcing the identity again. So, I mean, one is like trying to figure no, out your no, line. No, it's reinforcing the identity if there's only two. Yeah? If there's the self trying to see the self. There's more. You go back. Yeah? Keep falling back. And when you see it not from self, you'll know it. You'll feel it in your gut. Well, exactly, because when I try to figure out who I am not, or it's really like a, like a concept. It doesn't, I mean, like some people say, oh, you're not the body, you're not the mind, which is really, to me, doesn't make any sense because I'm, the way I know myself now, identify, the way I identify myself is like, you know, I identify with my body, with my mind, you know. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not sure how to pursue that or how to... Well, you don't have to pursue it. Like, basically, in a way, you're not trying to see what you're not. You're seeing what you're not all day. <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you don't need to try to see what you're not. You're seeing what you're not. That's the, that's the, that's the condition. <laughs> <laughs> you try to see what you're not to see not to see that other one that one the secondary self that you talked about yeah 
But if that one and two, it can't go on. It's a, it's a finite slinky. It can't yes, keep going. Yes. You'll, right. you'll land like what Ramana used to say. He would say, use this idea of who am I, but then there's a point it brings you back to the source where you never left. At that point, you don't ask anymore, who am I? You rest there, yeah? Yes. That's the grace. So this is the mm. same way. The only way you're going to see the second one is by seeing the first. If, if I'm not saying there isn't a first or second, but let's say that the appearance of the self as what you're not is claimed by another what you're not. Yes? Yes. It, that one isn't going to come up until you see the first one. The uh -huh. first one pulls this one out of the fucking weeds. Yeah? Uh -huh. Yes? So first there's a recognition, wait a minute, I'm not that, but then there's a subtle, but I'm, seeing, I'm the one who's seeing that, yeah? All right. So then you, the second one was pulled out of the weeds, then there's a seeing that you're not that. And maybe there'll be a third one that will pull out of the weeds, but it's a finite amount in the weeds, yeah? There's not an infinite amount of them, hmm. yeah? Yes? So you're going to see that what happens is because if when you find out the third one or the fourth one, you realize none of them were ever so. Yeah, it's like a it's like a critical mass occurs where you see that that one that was caught. You didn't see the one that said was catching it. No, there is not that. Yes. And it dies. It dies. Mm -hmm. Not that it doesn't present the case, but it's empty. You don't, there's, because every time you see the one, there's the ember, oh, I used, I was that, yeah? And now there's the embers gets transferred to this one. But then, the, then you see all of them were empty, all of them. It doesn't matter if there was one, two, or 12, they were all empty, inherently empty. You are what, it, you are the only what is. Yeah. You are it. You are source. You are the seeing. That's that. You can't go there by entertaining that. You you never left. Yeah. So you see what you're not that implies you're gone and you realize you've never gone anywhere. You're never going to see the seeing. Yeah. Okay. But you can get an intimation of it. You get an intimation of it while it's seen, yeah? It's sort of like, a, you know, like an engine lets out an exhaust when it's on, yeah? The beingness puts out of something, an intimation, and it can smell itself almost in a way, yeah? But that, you can't go from what you're not to the seeing. You have to start seeing what you're not from the seeing, yeah? This is the dilemma when everyone says you're not a body. What hears that is a body. It doesn't go anywhere, yeah? The body negates it immediately. It's just the opposite, like Jane was saying. It's the opposite body, not a body, yeah? The identification as the body, oh, it hears it's not a body. It doesn't negate the body. It's the two sides of the same coin. Yeah? So you don't start there. I don't start at describing what we are. It doesn't go anywhere. 
we start at describing what we're not, you can recognize that. Mm -hmm. yeah. okay. You can, because it's not you. You can't recognize what you are. You are it. But you can recognize what you're not, for sure. All right. One more thing. So when we also last talk, last Saturday we were talking about feelings you come got, and go. You just got knocked out, but you got up again. All right. <laughs> now this is all shadow boxing because the unreal you just got KO'd. But come on, we'll just have a couple okay. more. Right? So the feelings <laughs> come up like who is the feeler? Like it's it's not the one who I am not, right? There's no, there's just feeling. There's no one there. Okay. Yeah. There's always a see in the duality, in the, in the, the language of dual, duality, there can't be a feeling without a feeler. Yeah. Somehow there's got to be, there can't be a doing without a doer, the divine doer or something. It's, it's the failedness of the logic. Yeah. It's a mm -hmm. two-sided commerce. It can't have one without the other. There's just feeling. There's no one that's feeling it. There's just feeling. Yeah? Okay, thank you. All right, Ray, nice to see you, bro. Hey, uh, Mike, I think it's gonna be time to Thanks, go. Matt. Good to meet you. Okay. okay. I was just thinking about, good to I meet I just wanna say hello to everyone. I'm gonna go scrolling through. Wow, I just saw a very good-looking guy up in the left corner. Oh, it's me. <laughs> Mike, Deepak, nice to see you again. Fritz, always happy. Fritz is like one of the backbones of these Zooms. He's just completely there. Very cool. Dana, nice to meet you, honey. Ben, you're always prone. That's good. Um, oh, just a quick one. Just a quick one, Paul. A name for you, Slap Happy Zen. Slap Happy Zen. Yeah, we're gonna. We may go to an old bastards, old Zen bastard. <laughs> okay. We're gonna yeah. go. With that one. Um, we got Dennis, aka many other people. Nice to see you, Dennis. George, thanks for coming again. Appreciate you, Drew. Let's go to here. We got James. Yes, my Gandalf waiting. Jeffrey got Fenway Park. It looks like Boston's losing, which is always the case. That's good. <laughs> Me, Phil Sidney, I hope I see you down under. Gary, you're okay, even though you don't think so. Dimitri, <laughs> Terry, nice to see you, Terry. I still got all that stuff we got the last day at that thrift store. <laughs> I've got someone working out here, Chris. He's, he's on the uh, Treadmaster. Traveling later. Jane, <laughs> a wonderful synopsis, Jane. Beautiful. Yeah. Dimitri. Yes, just Dimitri. Very nice. Thank you, Dimitri. And Z, right above you. All right, I'm almost there. Richard, he's like, uh, he's gazing. He's in a state of gazing. Very nice. Imad, very nice to hear from you, Imad. Thank you. Yariv, I always can't say your name, so I just say hello. Nice to see you. Dream talking, dream walking, dream weaving. Keith, very thank you, Keith, for the soup. Very good, delicious. We'll have you over at the house. 
you know, with a safe distance. We'll put a court, we'll put an espresso somewhere in the back and we'll give you 10 minutes to find it. Julia, all right, very nice to see you, honey. Thanks for all the support. Oh, Rob, thank you for doing everything. Patrick, too. Stacy, very, very happy to see you, Stacy. Say hello to your husband and everyone and the kids in LA. Yes. Let's see, we got Pat. Thank you, Pat. You refrain from asking a question. That's, that's progress. Marie is somewhere there, I think. Hello. Hey, Marie, how are you? Nice to see you. Donna, we got Z again. We got, oh, Monica, Willie, Kathy, Dennis and Christina. Nice to see everyone. Donna, everyone else. I'm going to go. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. Thank see you. Hey, Mike, thanks again for everything. And if you want to donate, I'm not here to stop you. So. Thank you, Paul. All Thank right. you. I see Thank you, you, Paul. Take care, Keith, everyone. Thank see you. you. Yep. And, you know, if you want to stay, Mike, if you want to keep it open. Yeah, I will. I'll be the last All one. Right. All right. I'm just going to leave. See ya. I'll mute okay, myself. Bye. I don't want you to hear my conversation. <laughs>